0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport, powered by fans.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
2: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by MuckDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Green and White brought to you by Argyle Life. Unai Emery has been working wonders in the transfer market and that doesn't stop with the outgoings as Argyle have announced the signing of 20-year-old wingback Kane Kessler-Hayden on loan Aston Villa. Kane has EFL experience with the likes of Loans at Swindon Town, MK Dons, and most recently Huddersfield Town. I'm delighted to be joined by Matty Shaw of the Huddersfield Town podcast, He Takes That Chance, and James of AVFC Faithful Podcast. How are you both? Good?
2: Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yeah, good thanks, Aaron. Very good.
1: Uh, James, let's let's start with you then. Can you give us a bit of an an insight into what Kane is all about?
2: Yeah he he was a player that started out at full back at our, um, in Air academy and then since since then his loans have all been at a wing back uh, in our, in that area he's a really quick player he likes to get forward defensively i think you know he still needs to learn a lot i think that's why he's transitioned a bit further forward on the pitch but he was he's a really exciting player that you know the villa fans re- really do like him there was even calls for him to be included in the squad uh, uh, after the preseason last last summer because he really stood out then. He had really good games against Manchester United in that preseason as well. He, he, he was part of the crop of of players that won the FA Youth Cup. He also played against Liverpool in the actual FA Cup when we had to field the kids against them because of the whole COVID issues. And he is captain there academy. You know, he, he's got a really high potential. I think. I just think he's got a, you know, round off his game a bit more. And I think that's why they've sort of learning him out to teams that play with wing-backs because it sort of helps him gain that discipline as well as allowing him to get forward a bit more. But yeah, he's a player that's all about trying to get forwards a lot, really quick, quick feet. And yeah, he does like to get into the box now and again.
1: Yeah, nice. Matt, is there anything you'd add to that?
3: On Kane Kessler-Hayden, yeah, I think context is key, isn't it, with with these things. And when Kane Kessler-Hayden came to Huddersfield... Uh, Huddersfield were going through a, a very rough period, so we'd, we'd finished third and lost in the play final the previous season, and there was a hangover around the club. We'd lost the head coach and we'd made it an incredibly poor start. And Ken Kessler Hayden came in initially, uh, made his debut against Stoke as a right wing-back, and he, he did did very well. Um, nothing nothing amazing, but he got down the right-hand side, gave it simple, and and kept himself as a a, a decent option down there, and then. Uh, In the next game, uh, you know, he he played against Norwich and got an assist. And then he sort of fell away a little bit. And um, as Huddersfield got poorer, he did as well. And I think, just echoing what James said there, in terms of defensive discipline, that's where he got caught out, really, in the championship, especially the sort of space that he leaves behind. But he does have pace, you know, in in terms to get back. He just needs to... uh, learn when to use that, if you like, there was a couple of occasions and a couple of high profile mistakes he made with us, uh, particularly against Blackpool at home, which, which ended up being a a poor defeat for us. But, um, and maybe he carried the can for that a little bit, but he, he, he kind of found himself a bit out of favor after that. And then he just about got himself back in the side and he started to look reasonably sharp. He got a goal and an assist. And then uh, we decided to send him back to Aston Villa and replace him with Matt Loughton, and which which ended up being a, a poor mistake. So I, I would have liked to have seen him longer at Huddersfield. It took him a while to get going, and when he finally did, uh, we sent him back, which was disappointing. But that's that's what we were like last season. It's just one mistake after another.
1: Yeah, nice. Do you think he was was he replaced after Warnock came back in? Was it more of a defensive?
3: Uh, no, it was prior. So he, he you know, he, he went through two two poor managers or head coaches last season, Danny Schofield brought him in and Danny Schofield a little bit after the Blackpool game uh, was removed as head coach. And we brought in Mark Fotheringham, which again, mistakes. Huddersfield town last season, uh, Mark Fotheringham was a mistake. He tried to go more defensively solid and and Ken Kessler Hayden um, didn't really fit into that particularly well, but like I say, he came back strong towards the end. He just, I think, find himself a victim of circumstance and, and the amount of loans that we had really.
1: Yeah, nice. Uh, James, you you actually suggested this loan move uh, to Argyle on Twitter ahead of the, the window even opening. So I'm assuming you, you think it's a good fit for both parties, or?
2: Yeah, I do. I think you need to go to a place that's, you know, riding at the crest of a wave, you know, after your promotion. I think you've got a good defensive record over the past two seasons as well. So you're coming into a, a defence that's strong behind you if you're going to play wing back, and, and it suits him the style of how you like to send those wing backs forward, get them into the box, in and around the box. I think that sort of style will, will suit him. And, you know, he's been sort of fast-tracked with, with his loans because he, he spent six months out at Swindon, then six months at MK Dunn, stepped up a league, uh, and then obviously went into the Championship for, for, what, five, six months at Huddersfield. And I think that he needs to, to taste more of the Championship action because I think it, if he wants to reach his potential, I think he's got to start showing it at that sort of level now. Um, I just think he really suits your style. And I think, you know... it. You you play Edwards at at that sort of on that right side, don't you? And I think he could learn something from him as well with that experience. And yeah, I think I I, I expect him to grow into it more than anything. But I think if he does sort of hit his form, I think he'll be really, really good for you.
1: Yeah, I think he's actually um, more of a Ballymumba replacement who's obviously returned to Norwich, who, you know, playing in that wing back role predominantly on the right, but occasionally pops up on the left. yeah, so obviously, like Mumba defensively wasn't great, and it sounds like Kane might be similar in that in that role. He didn't, tends to leave a massive gap uh, in behind. So um, I'm glad that's going to continue uh, as we step up a <laughs> division. Um, yeah, obviously, as you, as you said, he's he's only had six months, uh, you know, at Swindon, MK Duns and Huddersfield. Um, is there is there a reason behind that? Are they are they, are they has he just gone there in January, or is is he been sent back?
2: Um, The Swindon loan was really good. He really shone there. And I think um, Gerard came in halfway through that season. I think he wanted to get a good look at him in the January. He obviously decided he wasn't quite ready for that step up. So he sent him to League One. MK Dons, he was sort of similar to Huddersfield. He, he, He started off a bit rough and ready. And then towards the end, he started to pick up a bit more. And then obviously the stint at Huddersfield was... You know, a bit, a bit mixed. Obviously, uh, as Matty said, the context is key. With Heather struggling anyway, but you know, he still has to improve that side of his game defensively. Um, I, I, I'm because he, because I said, he started out as a fullback, but I don't really think his his future lies out. I think he's more of an attacking player that just needs to learn discipline. But he could be a really creative outlet in, in that sort of league with with how you like to transition. I think his pace, as he. When he's on it, he can he'll back himself against anyone for pace. So, yeah, I think it's a good move.
1: Yeah, nice. Um, as you, as you've already mentioned, James, um, he was captain of that Villa side that won the FA Youth Cup in 2021, and then offered a five-year deal not long afterwards. So, obviously, he's held in quite high regard. Is he considered a player that's going to continue through that pathway and then hopefully into the first team in a few years?
2: I think people would like to think so, but you know, so. It's hard to tell with academy football, isn't it? You have the shining stars and then not all of them go on to play at the top level and some of them do and sort of the reality of it. But he was sort of one of the three, four, maybe five that stood out that we were hoping, you know, maybe they will step up into the first team one day but that's two, three years in the future. But I think that's why we're so keen to get him sort of championship experience. So you sort of get that level below experience and then he can come in and try and gain minutes uh, around the first team in the future. So, yeah, I'd like to think that he can make that step up still because I think he has got high potential.
1: Yeah, nice. We, we like to keep these short and sweet, so I won't keep you here all night. So um, we'll, we'll go back to you, Matt, whilst, whilst you're on. Obviously, we've not played uh, Huddersfield in a league game for a little while. Uh, obviously, yourselves having a little stint in the Premier League going on a mad one. I don't know what you're doing up there. But um, what what are your expectations and ambitions for this season under Argo legend, Neil Warnock?
3: Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Last year was a a bit of a stinker, really. Uh, You you would say that I think the previous season we maybe slightly overachieved with what the squad we had with um, by finishing third and getting to the playoff final. And then last year was was an underachievement, really. Um, So perhaps somewhere in... you know, we hope for somewhere in the middle. We've just been taken over by a new uh, American businessman who's uh, rode into the club, made a lot of good noises, but sort of sidestepped the investment side of things in terms of the playing staff, which sends a red flag up. Um, We've not signed anyone. Um, It's all very slow and tepid at the minute. And we were hoping for a little bit more proactivity, really, to make sure we weren't going to make the same mistakes as last year. But uh, Josh Karoma's just just resigned for us uh, a couple of minutes ago. Um, he was um, he had two other offers, uh, one from from you guys, I'm led to believe. Um, but Neil Warnock's a big pull for Josh Karoma. He kind of um, brought him back in from the cold last year, and and you know got him back playing to somewhere where his his best football is. So you know we're hopeful that the likes of Caroma, etc., will um, will keep going next year. And and if they do, we should be relatively okay in the sort of bottom third, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a shame that we don't have to get you back on to talk about Josh Caroma, So uh, Annoyingly so, because he looked like you'd been a good pickup for us. But um, And then, obviously, James, whilst we've got you, we obviously borrowed Finn Azaz from you last season. And Tyreek Wright signed on a permanence. So There's been a bit of business between us two. Let's go with Finn quickly first. What do you think are chances of him returning to home park
2: I, I, personally, I'd quite like to see that. To be honest, I think it'd be quite the logical step for him. Um, I think at his age, he signed a new a new deal before he joined you on loan. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to put like a, a sort of ceiling on him. I think he's a really nice player, and I'm, I'm not sure where his best position is. I think he played further forward for you, didn't he? Like in the sort of ten role um, in our preseason last season, he played in in a double pivot at times deep. So I, I'm not sure quite. He's got basically a a big skill set, but I think it'd be perfect for him to come back to you and and taste the championship next as that sort of next step up and see how he fares there, because I think he's a really talented player.
1: Yeah, then we didn't manage to get a a bonus pod on Tyreek Wright as we couldn't find a Bradford fan willing to talk to us after we stole him from them. Um, Any thoughts on him? Obviously, even though he signed for us in January, he's not actually featured that much and we've not really seen the best of him, so... Doesn't yeah, want to go to Bradford, to be fair, so. does
3: he, Aaron? It's a bit ropey around there, so you know I'll <laughs> attest
2: to that. So I can fill in for them, no worries. I don't
1: blame, <laughs> I don't blame him at all. But...
2: yeah, he's a uh, he, he's someone that you know he, he looked like he might have quite a bit of potential when he was coming through our academy, and then he's he's gone to a few different loans. I think he had a reasonably successful loan at, at Warsaw. I've never, I don't think he's ever like sort of caught fire at, in some sort of at any club that he's been at yet, but. I, I do like his style and I think if he's to hit form, he's got the sort of ability that could get you 10 plus goals in a season, I think. So it'll be interesting to see how he does for you.
1: Be interesting to see where he pops up because he seems more of an out and out winger, whereas obviously we play with wing backs and you know, yeah. maybe there might be a future for him in a in a wide 10 role. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I don't know, in, in Schumacher we trust, I suppose. Um, and then last but not least, um I won't keep you on, like, like I said, just it's always good to get an outsider's view on on how you think that we'll fare back in the championship, Matt.
3: Uh, it's hard to say. It looks tough, doesn't it, next year, the championship? Um, It's it's difficult. There's a lot of teams that have come up on, on smaller budgets have sort of gone back down again, even when they've been riding a really decent crest of a wave. But, but you guys got 100 points last year and that's not, that's not a small amount by by any stretch. Um, you well run. I've heard a lot of good things about the recruitment team of yours. Um, Stephen Schumacher, you know, Neil Warnock's a massive fan of Stephen Schumacher. And when Neil Warnock originally quit at the end of last season, he was the name he was he was trying to push to for Huddersfield to approach. But as far as I'm right. aware, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna do that. Um, so um, yeah, I, I think there's potential for Plymouth to do quite well if you if you continue to ride that wave. If you I guess if you make too many changes at the start of the season and, and you, you kind of come a little bit unstuck, then you'll, you'll maybe struggle a bit. But I, I imagine that Schumacher's savvy enough to to understand that, you know, you want to continue that momentum into the new season. If you do that, I think you'll
1: be you'll be okay. Nice. Anything to add, James? Do you think we'll stay up? No, I, think,
2: I, I think you have a good chance of staying up because, as, as you know, as you said, the, the 100 points is no mean feat. You, you, you know, I think he's got a, a good in-game sort of tactical nose and he seems to get the best out of the players he's got i think you know your sort of style i think you don't really dominate games do you i think you do like to to quickly transition and, and attack a team in that sense and i think that might catch quite a few teams out. so yeah it'll be interesting i think you will just about stay up and i'd, I'd like to see that so and obviously i hope kane can uh can contribute to that
1: yeah nice same same i'll take it now i'll take it now if you're for me survival even by a point i will take it right now but um, thank you both for jumping on really appreciate it obviously all the best of your respective seasons um yeah no appreciate it thank you
2: you're welcome thanks for me
3: no worries man cheers
0: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery